Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy for Me. And instead of the sort of preamble that we get before we start properly, what I'm going to do this week is I'm going to give you an update from something that we talked about last week. So you'll recall that I went on about duvets and the various options for duvets and sleeping in the warm weather. And one of those options was, was kicking your feet out. Uh, of the of the duvet and I didn't really understand why you would do that but it turns out that keeping your feet cool helps keep the rest of you cool and I found this out on the BBC website because what they recommend is chilling a pair of socks so putting a pair of socks in the fridge uh, or freezer though I can't imagine how long you have to leave in the freezer for um, and then putting them on uh, because in chilling your feet down, you chill the rest of your body down. So I can only assume that's why we have a natural urge to kick our feet out from under the duvet when we're warm. So now that's resolved, I understand that one, and I hope I've, I've brought a bit of clarity. We'll get on with this week. So uh, let's crack on with a bit of that jangly guitar. <laughs> So you may recall that a few weeks ago I spoke about this website that had the Argos catalogues on it that somebody had gone to the trouble of actually scanning every single Argos catalogue that ever been and you were able to go back and revisit the Argos catalogues of your youth. And I think for me it was the sort of 1985-1986 period. And uh, and I've revisited this book a few times since, and it is actually quite magnificent and amazing, the things you remember. But one of the things I, I talked about was this game called Test Match Cricket, which was which was kind of like a, a, a Sabutio version of, of cricket and and, uh, and was something that I fondly remember from that Christmas and spending many happy hours playing with it and thoroughly enjoying this particular game. And I'd seen that there was an up-to-date version of this game um, available. So you could you can buy it new. There's a there's a variant of it, but it's not quite the same. The way the batter and the bowler works isn't quite the same. And the the bowler in the in the version that uh, I used to have, it was um, it was like a, a sort of a, a, a half a straw, a, a, cor- a straw cut down the middle to make like a, almost like a piece of guttering that the ball then ran down and you flicked the bowler's hand and the ball ran down this guttering and you were able to aim it at the wickets. And, and that was how the bowling mechanism worked. Uh, and that was the bit that I really liked. And the new variant seems a little bit kind of, you know, not, not quite on the same par. So, um, so, so I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd looked a little bit on eBay, and and these things, these original games, are changing hands for seventy and eighty pounds plus. Even though it's the kind of thing, if you could stumble on it in a charity shop, it would probably be pence. But but on eBay, that's what they they're going for. And um, I uh, I did a bit more research, and I found out that the they updated the game a few years later. So instead of the version that I had, that had David Gower and, and Ian. Ian Botham on the front. They did a version with the England captain Michael Atherton about six or seven years later. And so on doing some research into that, I realised that the Mike Atherton version, and the game is to all intents and purposes the same, they just reboxed it. Um, th- those aren't changing hands for as much money. And I found one, there was a, a guy in Peterborough that was selling one. And he he wanted twenty sort of twenty-five quid for this thing. And I made a I made an offer. Um, and he came back and he accepted. So I've now got a, a, this game winging its way 
to you know to me um i, I think it's a you know the best part of a week for for delivery um but it's coming to me from this this chap and it looks in amazing condition including all the scorecards and everything which don't appear to have been used and and i couldn't be happier because i'm going to get the opportunity to relive that moment of having of having this game um and i think i mentioned that we we're going away we've got a a kind of a UK we've got a staycation booked in the motorhome so I'm going to I'm going to take this game with us when it arrives and we'll take it with us and it can it'll form part of it'll form part of that holiday I think actually uh, having having you can probably tell my, from my voice I'm apps I'm so excited and I'll I'll post some pictures on the A short stories Instagram page when uh, you know when this thing arrives but i mean I, I literally i couldn't be more excited to have this this thing that um that i love so much when i got it that christmas at sort of 84 85 86 some, sometime around there i can't be exactly sure of the exact year but i've but it's on its way and it's to all intents and purposes the same game and i'm, I'm really looking forward to, to to playing it and to and to you know to to sharing it with the with the kids because i'm i'm hoping it's going to be something quite special <laughs> Tuesday. So today is fishing part one, or today was fishing part one, and um, what what happened today was I took my eldest son. Uh, I took him fishing for the first time. Now he's he's just turned thirteen, and it's not been something that we've ever ever done before. Um, though it's weird because when I was growing up, this is one of the things that that we did, and and from from a younger age than this. So I remember when we were growing up, um, we lived. Uh, I lived in a town called Retford, which was on the Chesterfield Canal, and uh, and it was, um, you know, it was fairly easy to go and fish. Uh, we used to fish at a stretch down by a pub called the Hot Pole, and uh, and and you know, it was a ten-minute walk away from where we lived. And it was fairly easy just to get a bit of tackle together and take the bikes down and go and while away a couple of hours, you know, fishing and catching sort of chub and, and roach and rud and that kind of thing in the in the local canal. And it was just one of those rites of passage. It was what it was what, you know, boys of that of that time, you know, did. And we all um we all got our uh our, our rods, our little start our junior starter kits, and we either got them from um from Argos. Um, or as most of us did, we got them from Woolworths. So I had a Winfield uh, junior fishing set. It was a six foot, um, a six foot rod, and a reel, and some bits that came, you know, came from there. And then we got to know the guys in the local fishing shop, and we had, you know, two, you had two or three floats, and 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 you didn't have a lot of a lot of everything. You just had a, a you know, a few bits um, that were enough to enable you to disappear off. You know, and go and and go and fish for a few hours, and as I say, it was one of those rites of passage. It was one of the things that that we all we all kind of taught ourselves to do in those in those long summers, um, and yet it's not one of the things that you know the kids seem to to do now. So I sort of said to to you know, and I've still got a bit of fishing tackle. So every once a year. Maybe I go and and I'll get a day ticket to go and sit down by one of the the ponds near here, and I'll just go to actually just chill for three or four hours. I quite I quite I'm not even bothered if I catch anything. If I'm being honest, I quite like to just sit by the water for three or four hours, and and I'm quite happy to watch a float to see if if the orange bit will go into the water or not. Um, so I, it was it was the, the you know the 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 time of, of of going this time, and I remembered 
about half an hour in, um, all those very, very early fishing trips when I was a kid where you, you maybe cast out once and then the stuff got tangled in a tree or it got tangled in a, in, in some reeds or some, you know, or for whatever reason you couldn't, you, 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 we, we used to call it getting a tangle so that you, you might get three or four casts and then, and then everything seemed to somehow go wrong. And it seemed to be something that was just something that, that happened when you were that age. It just all somehow all fell apart. And I ended up spending in the in the sort of in the first two hours, I ended up spending six or seven times I reset this rod. So that six or seven times we managed to get the line wrapped around the reel or wrapped around a tree or wrapped around a bush or for whatever reason when when he was casting out it all jumbled itself up. Um, and I'd forgotten this because when I go, this doesn't seem to happen anymore. So it's definitely a you know something happens when you're, you're that age. And so this this fishing trip was with this kind of bonding experience, uh, this father and son bonding experience ended up being probably exactly what it would have been for me if my dad had taken me, with me slowly getting and you know trying to be patient but slowly getting annoyed and realizing there wasn't any point in me actually taking my fishing rod with me because I was spending the entire time time you know detangling and reassembling and detangling and reassembling whatever ever was going on with my with my son so you know we managed we managed about two and a half hours um before we started to get well i'm hungry and i'm a little bit bored and you know and clearly it hasn't got the same appeal as the xbox which i kind of get um but we we gave it a go and 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 maybe next time when you know when we go when we go again maybe we might get we might get a little bit further but i don't think as a pastime it's going to take hold with this generation quite in the same way that it took hold uh, for us and probably down to the fact that there is no Woolworths to go to and get the bits of tackle because i'm sure that was part of the romance of part of the romance of it all but uh, but we gave it a go um, and it just didn't quite end up being what I think either of us thought it would be. Wednesday. So um, the two other podcasts I'm involved in, uh, currently involved in, collided this week in, in a fairly successful way. Um, you'll be aware that I do this one with a chap called Steve Hogarth, who's the lead singer of a band Marillion. And they've been, they've been the band I've been, you know, a big fan of since sort of my mid-teens. And, um, and it's an absolute joy to be involved in those podcasts uh, with Steve. And um, I also do this thing called 9 to 42, which is a podcast I do with uh, a great friend called Jason Hunt. And he's the the Le Grand Fromage behind um, the Guitar Show UK. And we speak to guitarists and we speak to people in and around the guitar world. So manufacturers and, and you know, and, and people who write on the subject or who demonstrate all those kind of things. And this week we released an episode that we recorded about a week ago or 10 days ago with a, a guy called Steve Rothery and Steve Rothery is the guitarist in the band Marillion. So um, somebody I've um, had a bit of a fanboy crush on, um, you know, for for a similar number of years, being uh, a bit of a guitar player, but only a bit of a guitar player uh, myself. So it was great for Jason and I to sit down and talk to to Steve, and Steve was very generous with his time and also very generous in um, sharing the news of this podcast. And what's happened is that the 9 to 42 um, episode with Steve on it, uh, very quickly, um, 
and I say very quickly, on, on day of release, became the most downloaded, most listened to um, episode of 1942 we've done so far. Um, and what that brought about was, that brought about a situation where um, Jason and I were uh, in the top 20 um, Apple Music interview charts with this particular episode of uh, of 9 to 42 at the same time i'm also in the top 20 apple music interview charts with this week's episode of the corona diaries with uh, with steve h so suddenly i find myself with not one but two top 20 podcast um shows um and and both you know with the band marillion as being the common you know the, the common theme um and i have to say i you know I did, there's no way i thought that no way i thought that would ever happen no way i thought this would be a thing but it really it really has been a thing this week and i was chatting to jason about it um today and at the point when we were talking i got a knock on there was a knock on the door and i went and answered this this call and um and I, I thought for a minute it might be my test match cricket turning up very early, so I was quite excited. But I was I was presented with a small uh, a small white box, and I said, "Oh, there's a parcel come for me." I didn't I, I wasn't expecting this, uh, and I've been I was actually talking to Jason about the test match, the Mike Athens cricket at the time, and uh, and he he went quiet because he knew what it was, and I opened up this this parcel, and it was a it was a mug, and it was a nine to forty two podcast mug. Uh, that Jason had had done, and it had the word host written on it. And uh, he's had some done for guests, and he's had some done as, as giveaways for the show. And uh, and and, but obviously just two done uh, with with host on. And so you can imagine the surprise and how much that made me smile at a time when the podcast itself was you know was was in the was in the apple was in the apple charts and we were trending with that particular that particular podcast so uh yeah a really warm fuzzy kind of day today in the podcast world with those two things those two things going on and a, a huge amount of love that seems to be floating around for 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 both of them so i um yeah 9 to 42 new mug top 20s really great podcast day <laughs> I suppose you would call today fishing part two. So um, after what was a stranger day on Tuesday than you know we thought um, with the with the attempt for some father and son bonding over fishing, um, I I cleared off this afternoon and went back to the same place that we'd fished and did my annual sit down by the bank and just let the world go by, let the world just literally wash over me and sit and watch this little orange tip of this float in the water uh, and, you know, and just 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 spend some relaxing time. And I really, really... And I'm not a fisherman. I'm never going to be a fisherman. I'm not that guy that has loads and loads of tackle and, you know, only dresses in green and khaki and, you know, and, and has those one of those really, really quite disturbing waistcoat things with the hundreds of pockets in that I think truly are disturbing. Um, I'm, I'm not that guy and I don't have one of those boxes to sit on which then is is like a treasure trove of fishing tackle and and one of those big rod bags with 15 rods in and I set up and spend the entire day there 
Um, though to be fair, I could have done with a, 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 the radio to listen to the cricket would have been quite nice. And the cricket hadn't started, but that would have been quite nice. Um, so I went, I went with my meagre bit of fishing tackle, uh, looking like the complete amateur that I am, with just enough to allow me to toss, you know, a float and a hook and a little bit of bait into the uh, in, into the pond, and sit and watch the world go by, which is, which is great because there's lots of people walk past. Um, you know, you you don't realise how many people walk dogs or out walking or out just enjoying the countryside, um, and the wildlife around the pond itself. There was you know lots and lots of ducks, which is great. A fantastic heron, which just did that thing that herons do of sitting on a kind of a, uh, a you know a, a tree stump in the middle of this pond and and literally not moving, looking like a statue for, um, you know, for what seemed like hours hours on end and then taking flight and being absolutely absolutely majestic and and the sound of you know fish you know uh, and 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 a couple of guys down caught some really nice things because they had pros and they had all the gear and you know i kept pulling out these things about the size of a fish finger um but that's fine because i pulled some fish out and, and it was great and that that kind of thrill you get from knowing that there's a fish on the end of the line was quite you know was quite impressive so i i ended up getting the kind of my once you know once a year kind of day um to be fair this this started out as a tradition with with my brother-in-law um paul and i used to try and do this you know once a year and just go and and, and literally just chat a bit and you know and the fishings is just an excuse to you know, to park ourselves on seats for four or five hours, sort of ten foot apart, and just just literally shoot the breeze. Um, and it's it, it, and it was great doing that with him, and it was it was great doing that at the same time, just just on my own and enjoying enjoying the day. So so yeah, fishing part two was far more like fishing has become for me. You know, over the last sort of ten years of my life on this kind of annual pilgrimage, rather than fishing part one, which which was a far more fraught affair. Friday, and we're at Friday, and um, and first things first, my cricket game my michael atherton world cup cricket game hasn't arrived as yet but i'm not panicking it's been sent it's going to work its way here it's a big box i'm not not panicky i'll just have to bring you that euphoric moment as and when it actually uh, actually arrives um but the big thing that's that's happened today is uh and i'm conscious i've not moaned about anything this week and i'm not planning on moaning and there's lots of things i could moan about and i've listened to lots of things i've read lots of things that have got me quite wound up but i i promised myself this week i would have just a a slightly more mon, not mundane but uh you know that this week's tfm would be um would would be focused on on other things rather than than me ranting on about politics or or you know anything to do with lockdown or all those kind of things um and one of the things i did i was i was driving and i noticed a piece of audio that was on my phone a podcast that was on my phone because it just dropped in um and it's from this this chap christian payne i've spoken about christian before christian um he's he goes out under the brand of documentally and he's a true audio geek and a, and part of the mojo community is into you know content on mobile devices and he's into all manner of things and he's a but he's also an absolutely smashing and lovely chap and we get on really well i've known him for a few years now 
and uh, and I and I subscribe and uh, you know to his content and I uh, I throw a, a few quid his his way to get his, you know all his content to me and one of the things that dropped through because it's his audio you subscribe to was um, an audio recording that he did while uh, you know on holiday recently in Cornwall in a place called Mervagissi which is somewhere that we've stayed a few times and I know Mervagissi well and it's a fantastic little fishing port uh, in Cornwall. And this little 20-minute audio thing he did, which is four or five little things going on that he did through the week, is brilliant. It's absolutely superb. I absolutely sat and listened, completely um, taken in by this, this wonderful piece of audio that he's produced. And I, in listening to it, I thought, well, I'd really like more people to hear this. I'd really like, you know, that, that sounds really, yeah, not, not that I've got a massive audience because I absolutely haven't, but it'd be nice to share this with the people who listen to TFM. It'd be nice to share some of Christian's audience. I know some of you already subscribe. I think, Tim, you already subscribe. In fact, I think we got to know each other through Christian. Um, but it, I, I thought it was such a wonderful piece of audio and I had an idea. So I rang, I rang Christian and left a message. He, he buzzed me back today. I said, look, can I share this episode? Can I do a special episode of, of Therapy for Me um, with with essentially with your audio in it? Because it's whilst it won't be formatted exactly the same way, it's it's an insight into, you know, a week in your life as, uh, you know, on holiday and the way it's recorded, it's all recorded, you know, out and about in the field and the quality of the audio is beautiful and it just washes over you in a really kind of, uh, ra- you know, radio kind of way. It feels like a great piece of radio audio. And I said I'd love to. I'd love to put it out. Would you mind if I put it out as a special TFM? Because I talked in the past about other people using this format. If they, if anybody, and the office still open. If anybody wants to do this, just record some audio into the phone and send it to me. I'd love to put out other people's kind of weeks and what the things they're floating through their their, their head sort of is. And I said, you know, would it, would would you mind kind of do it and 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 share it a little bit and then maybe give people some links and if anybody feels like they then want to support Christian or follow what he does, then then you know you've had an example of the kind of things that he does. Um, he did a fantastic little series on how to you know how to record how to set up a podcast, which was absolutely great. And uh, and he's he's just. You know he's he's he knows all the tricks and knows you know has has been doing audio for such a long time he he can he does this stuff in his sleep and does it quite wonderfully. So he came back and said, "Yeah, that that that'd be great." And he's he's sent me uh you know I've got a I've got a link to the file, so I'm going to download the file. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to you know probably early part of next week I'll put out that special podcast under the Therapy for Me banner, but I'll and I'll introduce again to what it is for anybody who's not heard this episode, but but give it a listen because it really is I just thought it was a great 20 minute diversion and I just thought it was it was lovely the way he'd done it um you know he's uh he's a bit of a ham radio freak he does a lot of uh, you know sort of um radio stuff so there's a great little section with him speaking to somebody while he was down there who was you know based out of Dartmoor and there's some great sounds and things of, of Mervagissi and yeah he's just he's just fantastic so I'll put links on anyway as to as to how you can you know you can follow Christian from there um but look out look out for that because it'll come out um it'll come out next week and and I would love to hear what you think uh in fact I'd love to hear what you think more anyway full stop actually because I get a lot of nice little odd comments and what have you but it'd be great to get follow up and if as I say if anybody wants to do one of these that would be fantastic as well and that brings us to the end of the week um 
and um, you know, and and it's it, as I say, I've tried not to rant this week and been very positive, and some positive things have happened. The you know the nine forty two show, the the the, the surprise of the house mug, um, the Michael Afton cricket, which I can't wait for arriving. Uh, the two sides of the fishing. It's just it's just been a it's just been a a really a really great week. Um, so yeah, uh, I hope you're all well. I hope you're all. Um, you know, I hope you're. I hope you're all keeping fine. I hoping you're managing through whatever stage of lockdown you are. Uh, you know, apologies if you've found out today that you can't go to France, or apologies if you've found out that you're currently in France and you've now got a quarantine when you get back. But I'm sure these things will all work out. You know, in, in, in the end. Uh, and with that, I will say adieu, and I will. Uh, I'll speak to you all next week. <laughs> therapy for me then please subscribe and share as you see fit this has been an a short stories production